You're listening to the Soul Strategies podcast hosted by the team here at Soul Strategies. We hope you like the latest episode and thanks for tuning in. America has a problem, which I'm, I cannot wait for that album to drop. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, America is over. That's my, t- <laughs> That's my take. But no, like, I, you know, watching, there's so many problems with the Capitol hearings. Like, the fact that, I mean, the fact that these people literally rioted at the Capitol, people died. Trampled mm-hmm. um, officers, and Josh Hawley is like running for his dear Out life. For his life. Uh, and then just like the whole setup of the hearings, like I feel like people are not, like I feel like the the committee leadership is failing Americans in a certain way. Like people are not taking Different this. Take. I think the committee. Oh, loud ass road. Apologies, listen. I think the committee is doing great. I'm scared that America, the American people themselves are not going to take it seriously. Like, that's what I'm scared of. I'm scared that the Republican base, let me do a brief introduction. Hey, everybody, today we're talking about the six, and we got some good commentary already going, but if y'all just hear us chatting, it's because it's a very interesting topic, and we have a lot to say about it, so we ain't going to do no super long intros today. We're just going to hop right on in, and we're going to dive into everything that's happening. Um, but yeah, but I think that they have presented a stone-clad case, and they did it very smart by using people who were a part of the Trump administration the entire time, people who are extremely right-wing, people who are lifelong Republicans, people who ideologically agree with Trump in every aspect, and they're using those people to testify and speak on what happened that day and just say, this is just the facts of the matter. So I think them laying it out that way was very, very smart because the Trump administration or Trump supporters cannot say, oh, these are just some crazy lefties that they got testifying. No, these are people who didn't, some of them didn't resign until until January 6th. So they were happily Trumpian people up until then. And they ideologically agree and politically agree with Trump's base on most things. But it's just these people who are saying, listen, an insurrection and ending democracy is a bit too far. And so at this point, it's only so much that the committee can do in this instance. It's like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Like they're laying all the facts to the matter out. And they're telling you this man is psychopathic. He wanted to have his own VP killed and all of the other things that we'll get into that have been revealed in this trial. But it's just like, if his base or his votership sees all of this evidence, if they're paying attention, if they're not paying attention, we don't know that. But if they hear all of these facts and still choose to vote that way or um, align themselves with them, then that's just where we are as a country. And I think that's the bigger piece of this conversation is just, I don't think that the voters are unaware or ignorant. I think that they're okay with a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and get, I, I think that they're, you know, we are living like in a tale of two cities, so to speak. But I think mm-hmm. for me, the amount, why I think that the committee has kind of like failed in their goal um, to educate people about how close we were to literally not having any leaders like Donald Trump literally pulling a full-blown coup mm-hmm. um, is because of the amount of time between each hearing mm-hmm. and just the fact that this has been stretched out now what for like two months mm-hmm. and you know what I mean for the uh, 
for an average voter, let's say you, you know, are an independent voter or you were, a, or you are a Republican or you are a Democrat, uh, but you're just not engaged politically. Mm-hmm. You are not, are not watching the, the Capitol hearings, right? Like, like people are paying attention in certain aspects of people are buying large moving along with their lives and not even mm-hmm. realizing that like on that day, you know, we got really well it was a it was a i mean they, they're saying it's over right like it was mm-hmm. a concerted effort to overthrow the government like 100 percent, and that's the where the failure of democratic leadership comes in because if you look into the people who are going the hardest on the committee it's the damn republicans they are like liz cheney is by no means a leftist baby she is a lifelong republican stone cold right winger and she has been very aggressive in these trials and where the failure comes in is the democratic leadership is not emphasizing emphasizing this to the base and not only this but just as we talk about like the whole political landscape of America, like they are so lackadaisical and they don't have any passion at all around how their entire base or just this whole nation as a whole, because there's going to be people that vote against their best interests are going to lose life as they know it, as far as their rights and their liberties and how they've been able to go about things as long as people have been alive. Like that's where the democratic party or the, the committee is feeling there is just, they are not nailing down, like you said, how serious <laughs> this is. Like, it wasn't what? just like Trump is crazy. We don't like him. It was he literally tried to get rid of America and his base and elected officials who back him and think like them are still currently undermining the idea of America as we speak. And that's a really big deal. And and even like, you know, because uh, yeah, absolutely. The Democratic leaders have completely failed. I mean, on several fronts, over mm-hmm. the course of, you know, since look, since January sixth, right? But like, even the fact that Donald Trump is not in jail right now is extremely, exactly. extremely concerning. Like, exactly. And we and the DOJ is 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 what is a Democrat, so it's just like, what what are you doing? Right, and so I'm wondering what you know what I, I know that they're gonna you know send referrals to the Justice Department, but. I mean, even here, yeah, yeah, we face we face like a like a real like will we lock up a former president as a country? You know what I mean? Like right. how do we do that? that? That we we don't have a precedent for that. So like, what do we do? You know what I mean? But at the yeah, same but- time, men literally tried to kill. Like, there's yeah. no way that I could be a Republican. I could be like a conservative, the most conservative person on the face of the earth, and like, if if you tried to kill me. At work, mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> going to be like I'm not going to roll over. Like I don't understand but why. That's and it sounds like it's hard for us to wrap our minds around it, but it has gotten me thinking just lately as a whole, like watching everything happen, like watching the Democratic Party be so weak and then watching Republicans pass all these crazy laws and people like not freaking out about it or their base still supporting them. And I'm just like, why is that? And it's just because two things are like more important, I'm starting to realize, which I've always kind of known, but two major things are more important to a lot of people than we like to think. And that's their money and their ability to be corrupted. And then just the intrinsic racism (laughs) and sexism Mm -hmm. that is this country. It's like, people are willing to let a lot of things slide as long as I ain't compared to X, Y, Z, or as long as I can get my money. And that's really 
how flimsy democracy really is because now that we're faced with all these things that are just calling a spade a spade the quiet parts are being said out loud and we're seeing these reactions not be nearly as strong as they should it makes you question what really matters to people hey you're listening to the soul strategies podcast take a moment to listen to some of our esteemed champions and their takeaways from the program it's it was very important for me to manage uh time and the program again helped with the discipline of time and helping with the management of time so that um so that you can actually structure yourself to do that what you desire uh uh for your races for more information, head over to soulstrategies.com now. And that includes the leaders as well. Like, what do y'all actually care about? Because clearly, it's not these things, democracy, freedom, liberty, human rights. It's not these things that you all have said that y'all care about. And that goes for the Democratic Party as well. Although they're not the ones repealing these things, they show this shit ain't doing nothing to protect these things either. So that just makes you really have to consider what is it all about? Why are we here? And, 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 and what are we doing as a country? Yeah, absolutely. I, it's really it's it's scary almost um, because how do we get back on track right like I'm, I I just don't see a way other than really having a full blown overhaul um, of representation of elected leaders uh, of appointed officials as well because I think we give appointed officials mm-hmm. as well just a full blown overhaul like a full blown audit and we should be allowed to hold our company our company our country accountable. <laughs> Um, for like those promises, just like any organization would, right? Like, right. And, and that's where my pessimism creeps in because it's just like yesterday, 96% of Republicans voted to take away our access to condoms, condoms and birth control pills, condoms. 96% of the Republicans in the House, only eight. Eight singular Republicans voted in the with the Democrats to protect our right to buy condoms. Yeah, it's like what what is that? I mean, and if you you know, like we're talking about the the real serious potential that um Republicans gained the House majority in November. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? You know what I mean? Like exactly. what does it look like for the following um, you know like year like what does 2023 look like what does the rest of our lives look like and that's why I get so 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 frustrated with our system right now and especially somebody who has voted democrat as long as I've you know been alive and then you gotta think about the people who vote democrat forever the black people the brown people the working class like all of these people who have supported this party for years and years and years and it's just like they are going to allow us to lose this nation as we know it. Mm-hmm. And I have to start to question their motives. Like that's what, that's just where we leave it. Like it's such a dark and scary time. And I'm terrified of what the next generation of like kids and, and what, what it even going to look like in a decade. Because like you said, if the, de- it's a, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. If the Democrats do not step up right now, and show people that they're worth voting for, then people are may not vote for Republicans, but they're not going to come out in the enough numbers, right? And then the Republicans are going to lose. And then we really are going to see this nation deteriorate. And then at that point, I fear it may be too late. 
And I mean, as long as Democrats are playing, like trying to play fair and square, mm -hmm. you know, trying to be diplomatic overall, like you can't make a deal. As long as they're making deals with the devil and not mm -hmm. calling out, even our own Democratic senators, like calling yeah. out, they should be full-blown attacking Joe Manchin, pushing him to the party because we are at the 11th hour and you know, some people are asleep at the wheel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, the fact that the Capitol even got rioted. Exactly. It, and he said, literally, we're going to march over there and show yep. them what it like shows that there is a serious breakdown in mm -hmm. our, our leadership's ability to run a country. Yes. We talking about everything from, and like, I, I, we, I know we wanted to focus on, you know, the, the, the hearing, the January 6th hearings. But I think that it, that is that is just one event mm -hmm. that is representative of several like issues gone wrong, right? Hundred like, percent. The fact that those like, I mean, you know, we are pro, we're pro, you know, people's right to gather and mm -hmm. protest. Like that is just what America is, right? But like. Mm -hmm something's wrong something is off yeah. right <laughs> and, and that's what it was and that's where like like you said it's all about messaging and democratic messaging going forward needs to be very clear like I said on what this shit was this was not just a simple gathering where everybody was holding hands singing kumbaya and playing you know the freaking banjo <laughs> like they had weapons we found out through the trials that people had guns they had them Everybody likes to pretend like there was just no weapons there. People had guns, knives, spears, bats, tasers, all sorts of weapons when they were at that Capitol building. So this was not just a, a simple, peaceful process. These were people who went down there with the intent to harm and kill people and throw over our current representatives so that their chosen leader could, could be the president. So it's just about being clear. And that's, again, my pessimism. Why is that not happening? <laughs> it, Why is that not happening? I don't understand. I think it's just because there's so many barriers to regular everyday people participating in government um, and them being so busy with their day-to-day -day lives. Like we know that there are phenomenal leaders out there, right? We just have a problem finding them. And the, yeah. people, the people who, you know, would make great leaders, make the great next senators and representatives unless they are, you know, a part of a political establishment or, you know, mm -hmm. it, the level, the, the playing field is not level for anybody other than corporations and wealthy folks and politicians, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's like a club, it's a closed door club. And that's why people, that's the other reason why people, I'm fearful that Democrats, unless we change our messaging and change it fast and it becomes clear and relatable and they mm -hmm. get something done, People are not motivated to participate in politics because no matter what, right, we uh -huh. see something's going to change. Think about exactly. how much we did in 2022. Exactly. Donald Trump, you know, out, out of office. office. Yeah. And, and that's why I don't even want our, the voters to take no responsibility in this because the voters did their part. They came out in mass and mass and mass numbers each time there is an election when we're told that democracy on the, is on the line and we must elect Democrats. And we did that in all three branches and are still being told that, by we, golly gee, our hands are tied. It's just like... Right, mm -hmm. like, and, and that's not fair. I not think that's what, too, it, it would be a difference, right, if quality of life improved. Yeah, it doesn't. Or, 
like there's not one single metric that you can measure you know during this part where, we, where we've seen progress and that's not motivating people to like you know try any harder to like or be motivated to go to the polls or be you know or have faith in our democracy mm -hmm. i think that's what it is like people have lost faith especially i guess mm -hmm. the black community like mm -hmm. have outright lost faith by large, that anything is going to change like i have a mentor i love dearly you know mm -hmm. she's not involved heavily in politics at all and she told me like it don't matter look it don't matter who's in office i'm still gonna have to work every day and my life ain't gonna get better and i just remember feeling like she kind of had a point you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's like we were trying and that's just a, that's a great point that you bring up because <laughs> it's so funny seeing everything like go backwards right like i was so concerned about like damn when are the black um people going to get you know reparations when are we going to get certain tokens of you know acknowledgement that what we've done in the past is wrong and we flip back to they're taking black people out of the history books like it's good it's getting worse it's getting actively worse and the problem is right now that it's getting actively worse under democratic leadership Mm -hmm. And it's just like a lot of these things were seeds that Trump said while he was in, while he was president and they're just now bearing fruit. But at the same time, while, while Democrats are in charge all over the country, they should be doing more to uh, at least provide cover or a cushion or something to soften these blows. It's, it's the, the thing that annoys me is like they don't even when Biden speaks about these things or Nancy Pelosi or any of our party leaders, I don't see that the, the passion. I don't hear it. I don't see it. I don't see that y'all care. Like when they found out, like I was watching something that happened on the Texas floor um, where the Texas House of Representatives was trying to like have certain protections in our education system and the Texas State Senate went through and like basically made it, they were trying to make it illegal to teach anti-racism. And by doing that, they didn't want to talk about Malcolm, not Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King anymore, any historic black or brown leaders in the nation's history. They once removed that from all the history books and they were saying they didn't want this to be taught. And this is happening in one of the biggest states in the union. And we can't get we can't get somebody to come out and leave a comment and say that ain't cool. Like, that's what right. I don't understand. It's just like, I understand y'all say y'all may not have a magic wand. It's their favorite thing. We don't have a magic wand. Okay, but you have a mouth and you have power and you have or have Money. the nation's respect yeah. and you could do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I mean, they have the pulpit too. Like, yeah. at, the, at the very end of the day, you know, Democrats have control of all three levels of the federal government. Mm -hmm. um, and... To just say, oh, we can't do more is unfair to American people. But again, I think yeah. because we don't have enough people, everyday people, you know, working class folks participating in office and by participating in government and by participating in government, I mean running for office. Like mm -hmm. we, at this point, we know that the, the current leadership we have is not going to save us. Um, their response is not going to be adequate enough. And we need more regular folks. Mm -hmm. It's like until yeah. I don't see the course of, of 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 change, but I am optimistic though because I just see the generational. You know what I mean? It's also a generational thing. Mm -hmm. so I feel like you know future generations are to a large part gonna hold our generation accountable for not having done more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, 
And it's true. And that's why it's just like, people, when y'all are deciding to run for office, run for the right reasons. And don't let the weight of the run and the sparkly, shiny things that you can get on the other side deter you from the reason that you're running. And that is ultimately to uphold this nation's principles and protect and serve your, your district not your donors and beware of that when y'all are running and cling to that reason that's why we always preach here with people that we work with to find your fundamental why and make sure you explore that and you understand it because that's what's going to get you through that's what's going to help you connect to your voters and that's what's going to help you stay connected to them once you get sworn in because we see a lot of people that run right and it all sounds good and gravy until they get elected and then they hit a, a 180 so just being clear on why you're running and holding yourself accountable to the people that got you there is are so important. Absolutely. And mm. we definitely need, I mean, you know, we definitely do need people running and all of the government too, not just like Congress and Senate. I mean, those state rep and state Senate seats um, and those city council seats and county council seats are just as important as mm -hmm. you know, those higher up kind of federal roles, but I, I, I yeah, there, there, we do have a problem. You know what I mean? Like, we have a serious problem. Um, I think that the capital, the capital hearings um, is just exposing a little bit of that problem, right? Like, because there's a problem when senators and representatives are walking people through the halls of Congress <laughs> they, before they attack it, right? Like, exactly. windows out. And, and harming and killing officers ultimately um, with the with the desire to overturn an election uh, is scary. Like think mm -hmm. about it, in 2000, I mean, we were, I was young, but I'm, nobody was going to storm the Capitol or, or over mm -hmm. 700 votes, 500 votes, mm -hmm. 98, whatever it was in Florida. Like think about how close the election of 2020 was and right. no, like, I mean, the, the amount of anger and frustration is unmatched. And this mm -hmm. is a blowout election. That's another thing. It's like Donald Trump, you didn't lose, like, with a margin. <laughs> you got swept by Joe Biden, mm -hmm. which is extremely hurtful to him. And I hope that he does one day hear this. You lost to Joe Biden, bro. Okay. Like, <laughs> it must be, like, you lost. Be ashamed. To Joe Biden. <laughs> like, Mm -hmm. I know, I know you were mad because you lost to Joe Biden. That's part of the reason why you tried to, you know, have every representative in America killed when they were certifying the election, um, including your own vice president, which is like the craziest, craziest thing ever to me. Because how mm -hmm. we have Trump, Pence flags, literally flags with Trump yeah. Yeah. on it, talking about hang, my <laughs> like it's just the craziest. Um, it's, events, man. <laughs> it's so crazy to imagine that but I and then I mean like even his recording of oh my gosh when they showed the recording I was trying it's like I, I you laugh not to cry because it's so scary yeah, like the is. fact that this man is like on his teleprompter like first of all can't read a teleprompter mm -hmm. um, and refuses to say the word the election is over you know we lost yeah um, and you sitting at home, you know, in the in the 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 dining room for 187 minutes, watching this unfold on Fox News, and people are texting and calling you. 
that shows direct contempt for the nation, which is, you know, a whole different conversation. But uh, this is really shocking. It's really scary. I'm like, okay, so what does the next election that Democrats win look like? Or the next time is in power, will we see the tr peaceful uh, transition, right? And I don't think we will. That's the thing. And if you listen to like a lot of the right wing media, like I said, they're saying the quiet parts out loud and they've made it very clear. I've literally heard right wing pundits say, if we get um, the executive seat again, we're not leaving it, period. Not we're not leaving it because we're going to have such strong political strategy. We're going to win over the hearts and minds of millions. They mean once we get there, we're staying there by any means necessary. Any means necessary. And they're clear about that. And that's why, again, I don't understand the lackadaisical attitude of, of the Democratic Party because you're supp we're supposed to be the opposition party. We are not acting like ops. <laughs> we are At acting all. like buddies. Pals, yeah. like even yesterday nancy when she was speaking at the um at the at the house when they were trying to get that uh thing passed which they ended up getting passed she was still saying i hope my republican friends will have a change of heart why are your friends them as your friends and you know they're enemies never... at this point they're not republican friends like and, <laughs> they're and trying they to take support anything she does just off the strength that she's a democrat and i mm -hmm. like yeah they just have playing so nice i'm like is this a joke like is this a prank like are you are you for real you know speaking mm -hmm. to me? like these people don't care about you at all oh. Girl, what they did to your desk on january 6th okay. like, like why are you trying to make this like like we're still in you know 70s or 80s when right it's a different time like me and d when we went to dc we met this one woman i forgot her name but she uh worked in politics in like the 80s and early 90s and she was telling us all these stories and we were just like that is not real anymore there is no such a time where republicans and democrats are working on the same committees and they're working towards like the betterment of america like that is i can't even imagine republicans and democrats being on the same on a, on a committee that is like the same anymore like the common goal of like preserving and protecting people's rights and like making the country better it's not a common shared goal between the parties anymore mm -hmm. and it's just so interesting just to see how that's even different like i just remember like growing up and getting into politics and just being more active when you heard the arguments people were both trying to fight for the same things or similar things but they just had totally different approaches a liberal approach and a conservative approach mm -hmm. and now it's like the approach is not what's different the whole goal is, is different like yeah nobody's trying to make the country better or the lives of Americans better anymore. Like that's no longer the goal. And that's an interesting thing just to see progress over like the last 30 years. That's actually a really good, uh, yeah, that, that is so on point. I, I, I didn't think of it. I haven't thought of it that way, but totally agree with, with that stance. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. there is no partisanship. What one party is just laying back chilling and the other party is trying to roll back everybody, every single right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> like, um, yeah, so it's it's scary. But again, I think until we just have an entirely new slate of elected representatives and appointed officials, and like really even understanding of what it means to 
lead into, you know what I mean? Like to mm -hmm. run a country that we're not going to see the progress we want to see for quite some time. Yeah. We, got, we just got to get more progressives in office. We have, and, and you know what? I, it, I use the term progressive loosely, like not saying you have to like be, you know, Mm -hmm. the most liberal person ever but I think that one you just have to have basic human decency and run for office like True. and I feel like a lot of the people um especially the far right wing folks lack is that like shared understanding that like we are one country everybody is very different and we don't have to operate on like you know one set of rules or one philosophy or try mm -hmm. to people because we're scared that we're gonna lose power. You know what I mean? Right. Done, but that's the conversation for another time. It is, but you're preaching. You are preaching right now. It's the other thing too. Oh, the reason why I said the video also failed too. I was mad because I'm like, so y'all really about to go on August recess right now? Like <laughs> right. And the thing, yeah, it's like they have one thing to to one way to make this all right, and that is to actually press charges against that man because if we can show everybody everything that's happening if we can lay it all out and break down like this man broke the law in 40 million ways and then nobody prosecutes then that's just going to give the green light and the republicans are going to make good on their promise to never leave by any means like that is the official we know in all these millions of ways how wrong trump was and exactly what he did that was wrong but if the Department of Justice doesn't pursue charges, then what was this all for? Do you think they're going to press charges against him? I don't see it. I don't see think him so. doing it, but why not is my thing. Like, literally, why would you not? But yeah, I, I don't see them doing it. I would be surprised. And that's my, that's why, you know, more people got to run, man, because making Jesus him Christ. To, at least making him ineligible to run in 2024. Like They're not going to do that. <laughs> like, I, I literally, like you said, we have the last to keep from crying. They're not going to do that. I would be surprised from like the fullest degree if they did if the party did anything with it, this information other than campaign on it. And I don't even think they're gonna campaign on it that hard. I, I, but maybe, maybe not. I mean, because if you think about all the people that have gone to jail and Trump's inner circle, mm -hmm. all the former representatives, maybe he might do some time. He should go to jail. He should absolutely go to jail for the rest of his life. Like if yeah. he, I mean, the word directing a crowd and playing English in direct English that march over to the Capitol and show them we're in charge and take mm -hmm. back, we're going to take back our country. That is literally telling somebody to go harm somebody. You know what I mean? Like, at yeah, the base, he should have what? 200 counts of like, you know what I mean? Inciting violence. Inciting violence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what they do, man. We will see so, what they do. We have to do it. America has a problem part two when um, our congressional leaders come back from their August vacations. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. They need to come back and get real serious. I hope that they, this is my advice to the party. I hope that on this little break, that they do some serious soul searching and self-reflecting and have some type of big secret Democrat meeting and really get their shit, put it in a backpack and get it together. <laughs> get uh, it together. Because now is the time. Like if there was ever a time for them to stop the bullshit, it is, it is now. Right now. 
Mm-hmm. Right, right now. With only three, what, how many months left? It's, Ju- it's July, end of July. So it's about to be August. So about a good full three months left till November. They have three months in order to make the Democratic votership uh, give a F enough to come vote. To come so vote. I suggest they get it together. Mm-hmm. Because the Republicans are going to, I mean, the party not in power is always going to turn have more of a motivation. Exactly. And Democrats are just so tired democratic voters are so tired right mm-hmm. we had to suffer through four years of trump we had to do that whole four-year thing i mean you know, we had midterms in 2018 and we had to do the 2020 thing which we thought was going to make stuff better right and mm-hmm. quite the opposite happened so i i don't know how they're going to motivate voters to get back out to the polls um especially because there's a, a message disconnect Mm-hmm. I mean, we used to, you said all the time. We were all the other day. You were like, the Democratic <laughs> Party has no message. Like they have no unifying message across all of the elements of our, mm-hmm. our party that make people feel motivated or valued um, outside of of election season, right? Yeah. So like, they gotta. We have to figure it out. We gotta yeah. figure. It out. It's no more of that talking stuff. That just talking and saying platitudes and just saying stuff that sounds fuzzy and, and sounds good, that's over. People's lives are at stake. Uh, literally, they're trying to give trans people the death penalty. They are trying to tell women that they can be killed, but it'll be self-defense for the fetus if somebody finds out that they're going to have an abortion. Um, and let's not forget about all the STDs, HIV, and all the other things that people will be exposed to if these Republican states t- take away people's not only right to not be pregnant and be forced to give birth, but their right to just protect their bodies and be healthy whenever they're having sex. It's it's life or death. And that's what the Democrats need to understand. This is not cutesy cutesy fun time this is real life and and it's serious and i want to see them take it serious and i think that that will help people feel more comfortable voting 100 agree mm-hmm. I, i'm scared but we'll we'll see i mean i'm optimistic at the same time but you know you feel a little nervousness because it's like wait what is going on like mm-hmm. <laughs> i will let you hold the optimism i am a skeptic but I encourage people to run. I encourage people to throw their ring in the hat. It would never hurt anything to have more um, of options for people to vote from. But yeah, I ain't holding my breath, okay? But we gonna see what happens, amen. Amen, amen. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thank y'all for joining us today and listening to us talk about, you know, January 6th, uh, the state of this world. And hopefully we will be on here singing a happy merry tune in November, but we shall see. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks, y'all.